you deserve to live life with confidence. We're your hosts, Brooke Brewer and Danny Mullen here from Raw Fitness. Confidently Flawed is a podcast dedicated to bringing you the secret sauce and helping you look good and feel even better. What's holding you back from being the most confident you? Hey guys, let's talk about ads. We've been approached a lot recently to run ads for these podcasts, and we really could if we wanted to, but we really don't want to. We just want to get you what you need and get you on with with your day. With that said, podcasts generally grow by word of mouth. So if you know anyone that could use or benefit from listening to the show that would really improve their life, improve their health as a result of listening to it, it would be awesome. If you could just message this to them or share this episode on your social media, it would mean the world to me. We love you guys. We love doing this for you. You guys are the best. Now let's get to the show. All right, guys, welcome back. Confidently Flawed Podcast here with Brooke and myself, Danny, to give you the secret sauce to living your best life. And Brooke, uh, I've been talking to a lot of people here at Raw lately, and you know, one of the common themes that I've been hearing a lot about is like, I need some more recipes. I need some, you know, I need to change it up. Like, I'm getting sick of eating the same things and different things here. And we provide recipes for people, but we 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 really emphasize like the the learning how to eat properly. And I've 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 used a million different recipes in my life, or even just teaching people with with health and fitness, you know, different recipes or how to find them and all that. But I, I thought, you know, what if we talk about like where to find it, what to do with them, you know, and and really like how to just make nutritional recipes just easier for people. I mean, that's that's a topic I hear a lot. What about you? Yeah, I think this is a great topic. And it's one that like, I think I need to turn my ears on very loud for because I will say I am so guilty of cooking the same thing over and over again. Like if it were up to me, I truly could have the same food for breakfast with the same seasoning, the same lunch, same dinner. Like I, I does not, I don't get sick of food, but my husband on the other hand, like he can't have the same thing twice at all. Like he can't even have eggs back to back the same day, cooked the same way. Like he is just very, very, not even picky, but he just likes different flavoring. And so it has definitely been an adjustment being married and living with someone who has completely polar opposite um, feelings of food. So it's kind of been fun because I've had to go out of my shell and, and learn new recipes and try new things. And actually, which didn't really go that well, but one of my goals for the new year was to try a new recipe every single week, just one new recipe. That was a lot for me because I do the same thing all the time. So one new recipe. Now I will say that it didn't go very well because my husband ended up working night shift. So he was never home for dinner. So I was back to just having to cook for myself, which of course worked out. Yeah, super easy. But with that, the first few months that he was on day shift and was home, I was trying new recipes. And so I think that just from what I was learning, there's there's so much out there. I mean, there truly is. And sometimes it's overwhelming, especially with the blessing and maybe the curse of social media. I mean, it, it truly is so easy, I think, to find recipes. It's just a matter of like how to go about doing that. And I would say one tip for for me, even just from like a social media perspective of like me knowing social media is use the algorithm like to your benefit. 
And what I mean by that is just take a couple times and search healthy recipes. Or if you are someone like I love chicken and I love beef or steak. So like I will search like healthy chicken recipes, healthy steak recipes, health, healthy, you know, ground beef recipes. And you search it a couple times. And again, like I said, sometimes social media can be a blessing or a curse. You search one thing and all of a sudden it's like your whole feed, but then use that to your advantage. So search something a couple times and it'll end up being in your feed. And what I find too is like, If there's something that I find, whether that be on social media, TikTok also has some incredible recipes. And not only is it the recipe, but like a video of like how you're doing it. So that helps a lot too. But I will actually play into the algorithms with my favor here. If you open up my phone, I guarantee you, you're going to see a lot of recipes because I like that. And and the algorithm gets to know you, gets to know if you want healthier stuff, unhealthier stuff. So my encourage, like one tip that I have for you, whether it be on Pinterest, whether it be on TikTok, whether it be on Instagram, I don't really feel like I find many recipes on Facebook. I think it's a lot more Instagram, TikTok. Pinterest has a lot. Um, But the algorithm and all three of those social medias will play into into the role of this. So if you search something a couple times and actually like engage with it, whether you like the post or you comment on it or even save it or follow that page, I promise you, you're going to see more of similar stuff like that. Um, cause that's just how algorithms work nowadays. And so use that to your favor. Like if you're wanting to find a recipe, like don't be afraid to go to social media. Like that is one of the beautiful blessings of social media is so many people are there sharing recipes and videos and how to's. And, um, there is a lot of healthy options there. I mean, that's a, that's an interesting point, Brooke. I've never, I guess I've never really thought about it when it comes to recipes and your feed, right? It's almost like your own virtual cookbook that just is always updating with new stuff. You know what I mean? Which I think from there, then if you find one for yourself or for your family or whoever, like, like write them down and keep track of them. You know, I know something I've, I've done in the past or have had recommended for others is like get 10 different recipes that you know you or your family like that you'll go through and just cycle through those. Right. You know, so like use Brooks, you know, thought process of like getting new resources in and searching for the the types of stuff that you and your family like, and you'll just see more of that. And then, you know, take note of the ones that you guys really, really enjoy. And just now you have your own recipe cookbook and it's really not even, you're not even doing anything. You're already on social media anyways, you know? Um, so I really like that, Brooke. I got, I got one other one too, is use, you said use social media to your advantage, right? But use technology to your advantage. Like, I know this is for some people is going to be a very weird concept uh, or very new, but like artificial intelligence is pretty crazy. And like the stuff that you can do with it is, is kind of scary, but quite insane. But for the positive is, I mean, you can literally like the chat GPT, the AI, the open AI, like you can literally go on there on the website and just type in, Give me a recipe and the more detail you give it, the more precise it's going to be. Give me a recipe for a family of four of this type of food that doesn't include this, that is gluten free, that is blah, 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 blah. And you can go down the list and it will and you say, give me 10 recipes. Right. And it'll literally spit it out to you in seconds and you can make it as precise or specific as you want. So it's going to be very likely that your family might like it if you get it all the details like it's crazy. You know, I've actually used it for some recipes and, and different things just to test it out. So like, 
similar to yours, like use social media to your advantage, like use technology in the days that we live in to your advantage as well. Like both of those options are quick and easy and simple things that you can do and have a, a boatload of new recipes at, at just like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's almost creepy. To be honest with you, I have not ever, I've not dived into the whole AI thing. I'm still a little freaked out with it, but I've heard just like this story, so many other things not even related to recipes of how beneficial AI can be. So I think that's, that's a really good thing to think about too. You know, something I want to also share that's maybe a little bit more like going, I don't even want to say going back to like the older days, but like away from technology, away from social media, we're kind of getting close to the holidays. And so here's a potential really good gift idea. Um, my actually my mom and my nana did this for my bridal shower so they asked all of the guests to bring a recipe and so i have a whole entire box of recipes and like that was like something that you brought so you know that could even be something to think about now with the holiday season coming like a potential christmas present or a potential you know if, if you want to think bridal shower present or wedding shower gift like Let's say you want to gift your daughter-in-law something. Go around and just like send a text to 20 of your friends and be like, will you please send me a picture of a recipe that you love or give me a recipe that you love? And then I want to put it together in a book and give it to my daughter-in-law. And I mean, you could do that that for a gift or you could even do that for yourself. I mean, kind of going back to social media, there has been a time where I've posted on my Facebook literally like, I need new recipes. Can you please share recipes? And people are so excited to do that. Like there is a lot of people who truly love to cook and take such passion in their recipes and their food and their meals. So like, I remember, gosh, this was probably seven or eight years ago. I was, I know I was living out in California. So it was quite a bit of time away when I did that. But um, there was people that were commenting on there that I like haven't literally spoken to. I don't even know if I really fully even knew them, but they were, again, they just kind of, that's something that they love is food and cooking. So that's another way too to get recipes. I mean, there's just, there's so many options, you know, whether it's traditional cookbooks or social media or just asking people, um, you know, I think that that can make it fun is building your your recipes and something that I was doing when I was you know as I was sharing I was trying a new recipe once a week what we were doing was if we liked the recipe I was writing it down if we didn't like the recipe I was not and not even just like saving it in the notes of my phone like literally going back to like the olden days where we had cookbooks we wrote the recipes we wrote everything down like I got a cookbook at the beginning of the year and we were writing everything down. So anytime we make a new recipe that we like, whether it's a, a food recipe, whether it was like we have this really yummy, healthy cookie dough that we started making and we're like, okay, we're writing this down. You know, I have my sourdough in there. I have my yogurt recipe in there. So any recipe that I make that I we've loved um, or my husband makes, I actually have it in a cookbook. So this is like recipes we like that are outside of just the my husband calls the Brook Brewer special, which is basically just <laughs> the same stuff. <laughs> hey, I'm the same, Brooke. I'm the exact same, which doesn't surprise me that we're similar like this. Is uh, I'm the exact same way. Like I could literally eat the same thing over and over, and it doesn't bother me whatsoever. Yeah, maybe eventually I might if, if it's certain things, but I yeah, it's I'm I'm pretty basic in that parameters. But hey, real quick, shout out to mom and uh, Nana there. Like that's a very thoughtful gift for you, especially right? like, your theme and what you're doing. Like that's pretty cool. I I've never I guess I've never heard of that or seen that. Like I would love to do that at Raw. 
Like, yeah. I think, I think people would eat that up, like doing, like just getting everyone together and like, all right, what's your favorite recipe? You know, like, you know, that's something that you could do. Like at the Christmas party, you could have everyone bring yeah. their, bring their recipe in and then you could put it at, sorry, if you don't end up doing this, I'm kind of giving you an idea. So hopefully you do it, but, um, like, it. like take all the recipes and then you could put it together as a cookbook and then you can sell it or you can, you know, use it for donations. Like, yeah. you know, cause obviously that'll take time for material to like put it all together. And, you know, you could use that to like donate to a, a charity or to, you you know, sell it or whatever that may be, or just even, you know, cover your costs, but that could right. be fun too. Everyone bring in a recipe, put it all together in a, you know, a cookbook and that can boom, this is your raw family recipes. I think that would be really, really cool. I agree. We could almost even make it virtual copy too, or you can just keep adding to it. You know what I mean? Or yeah. once a month, like, Hey, what's a new recipe you tried this month? Share it with everybody. You know, I love that. Like that. But what, let me ask you what, so what's like another thing that people can do to just like, change it up or just make it even just make it easier, you know, when it comes to, you know, staying on track, like, you know, different recipes, trying different things. Like what, what's some, like, what's a simple tip that maybe they could do? Um, I, I guess I have two. My first tip is more in the sense of like how to make it easier and hold yourself more accountable to trying new recipes is to plan more in advance for it. So like, don't just randomly on a Thursday night be like, oh, I, I want to try a new recipe today. What am I going to do? Let me find something. And then you go into your pantry and you go into your um refrigerator and you realize you don't have any of the things that you need. So uh, that's you know literally what? anytime I want to do that, that's what happens. Yep. Literally same. So I, what I try to do is I try to like sit down and it has been very helpful. My husband, praise the Lord, is back on day shift. So we're back to trying new recipes. And um, so what we're really trying to do is I'm trying to sit down on Sunday and like go over our menu. Like this is what we're going to have Monday. This is what we're going to have Tuesday. So then when I go to the grocery store Monday or Tuesday, I know all the things that I need to get. So I would definitely say that's one tip that I have is just like be prepared. Um, I'm not saying you have to like have every single thing that you need and, you know, obviously learning how to um, substitute when you don't have the things I think is good. But I think the biggest thing is to be prepared. And I guess my second thing is on the subject of substitution, something that I find as somebody who does have not even that I, I don't like certain foods, but I personally do try to stay away from a lot of different foods. You know, I try to stay away from like seed oils. I try to stay away from, you know, um, low fat type stuff that's actually labeled low fat um, or dairies or glutens or things like that. Like I just try to stay away from really anything artificial or processed. And so something that I do have struggles with in recipes, you know, I know we were talking about this before we hit record is there's someone that I love to follow the half-baked harvest. I'm sure if you are at all into cooking or recipes, you've heard of her. She is like one of the most famous um, chefs that has like a social media platform. She's got a bunch of cookbooks. Her stuff is incredible, but I will not lie. It is not healthy. I mean, she does not shy away from all the all the, all the bad stuff. And so I think one of the things just to know what your substitution options are. And I think for me, um, you know, just kind of thinking of it, you know, out loud, obviously, like if she's putting, you know, canola oil, seed oils, things like that, my mind instantly goes to butter or coconut oil or avocado oil, right? So just kind of knowing the substitutions, 
And while you might have to just accept that it's not going to probably taste as good as if she were to cook it for you. I mean, naturally, I feel like anything's going to be better if she's cooking it. But just know that um, you can substitute things. Like when I was completely avoiding dairy, I was using a lot of her recipes that call for cream and milk. And I was just using coconut milk. And it was really good. Like there was never a recipe that I made of hers that was my husband and I were like, oh, this is so bad. Because even though while she was saying, okay, use heavy cream, use milk, we were just using coconut milk or using other, you know, healthier substitutions than dairy, and they were still good. So I think another thing too, is don't, don't shy away from recipes, even if they say like, even if they're not quote unquote healthy, right? Because I think you can sit there and search like healthy chicken recipes. You don't necessarily have to focus on the healthy if you can kind of know ways to make them healthy. So you can find a recipe that might be a chicken recipe. And if it's this like deep fried food recipe, okay, just don't deep fry it. Just grill it or bake it. Obviously, it's not going to be deep fried and it's not going to taste the same in that recipe, but you'd be amazed at how so many of these recipes can, can obviously they're going to vary how you cook them, but they can be modified into a healthier version. So just kind of knowing that in the back of your mind too, is you're able to modify things the way that you feel um, to make them healthier too. Yeah. I like that, Brooke. I think, uh, you know, when thinking about that too, is getting good at not only like what are healthy substitutions, but also like if you are going to substitute, like, how do you, how do you change the the measurement of it? Right. Cause it might not always be like a one for one, like a one tablespoon of this is the equivalent of one tablespoon of that. So I think, I don't know if you have any tips on that per se, but like, I think having that as an understanding, uh, can also be helpful when you're making these substitutions. You know what I mean? Right. You know, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, I know the answer to that question because as I said at the beginning of this, this is an episode that I really need to listen into because I'm not good with the recipes. But, you know, I think that you can get a general idea of if you're trying to make a pasta dish or if you're trying to make just a regular seasoning, like obviously keep your eye out for, okay, is this supposed to be thick and creamy? Is it supposed to be watery? Is it supposed to be just enough, right? I think that's kind of just a good telltale sign. Like if you're making a pasta or like a soup, for example, like if you're making a soup and it's meant to be soupy and it's like thick and like chunky, obviously you should probably put more liquid in it, whether that's going to be more coconut milk or whether just adding broth, like that's something that I do a lot, which actually I do want to add. One thing that I would say in all my recipes, I change up is whenever it asks for like to cook things in water, a lot of times I'll add bone broth just to add extra nutrients. So like I always, always, always cook my rice, cook my quinoa with bone broth versus water. Absorbs. Do you, do you buy bone broth or do you make it yourself? Um, I, I do buy it. I do make it. I do both. Yeah. Um, I, I wish I could always make it. Um, we are very, very blessed. We have a friend who always does give us chickens that they raise on their farm. So we'll always use that, that, um, that bone, but we don't eat bone and chicken as much. So we try to make them a lot more in the um, winter months. Like last winter, we did make a lot of more bone broth just because you you do use it more, but yeah. um, I, I do buy it too. So I would say we're about 50-50. Yeah. I used to, I used to make it myself all the time and I just have it in a long time. I should. Yeah. That. I think one thing to, that, that made me think of like, you know, my one tip, if you will, for some of this is, is similar to what you're talking about, but in a, in a different way, like 
instead of like having your list of substitutions and things like that, but like almost having your list of food items that, that are like within your plan that you want of your goal and like how you can substitute those out. Right. So like, you know, for instance, if you know your family and you really like chicken and venison and, you know, egg whites and Greek yogurt is like your main protein sources. Right. And like grains, you love sweet potatoes and oats and like, Ezekiel bread and like fruit, like have your staples of like your food items, you know, like proteins, fats and carbs and even veggies and like just make some of those in bulk, especially like the grains and the proteins and then mix and match it throughout the week. So if you are somebody like, you know, Brooke's husband that wants variety more, like you can change it up. Like you make a bunch of chicken and it's like, Today, I'm going to make it in like a wrap. Tomorrow, I'm going to put it in a salad, right? It gives you that flexibility, but you're just doing, you're just making the item one time. You know what I mean? So it makes it a lot easier for um, you as you're, as you're trying to eat healthy and doing this is like make in bulk, but choose from your list of items and substitute that way, you know? I love that. I think that's, and that's wonderful too, because I think a lot of people get overwhelmed with the thought of making recipes and trying new things because they think it's so time consuming. So if you're listening to this and you're feeling that right now, I love that tip of just like cook your staples and then mix and match them. And and that can just in itself give you variety, give you change, give you just something different, you know, try different seasonings, try different sauces, try different flavorings, try to make your own sauce, try to make your own dressing like that in itself, even if it's something minor, like Something that I give myself a lot of grace for is even if it's not a new recipe, even if it's something as simple as I just made my own salad dressing, that to me is a win. Like that's a new recipe because I, even if it's the same chicken I cook, the same lettuce I use, the same amount of cucumbers, tomatoes, like literally the same salad base that I'll make, you know, before, but I just tried something as simple as make a new dressing. Like that to me is a win of like, here's a new recipe. And then the more and more you do things and you're like, okay, wow, like that's actually not that bad. I can make that. That's really cool. And then you make it and you're like, wow, that's way better. It's way healthier. And then you just slowly start to build like you just build the habits, you build the routine of, you know, trying new things and maybe even giving yourself an extra two to three minutes when you're cooking just to try something new. Yeah, and it, as you said, it gets easier the more you do it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Cool. All right, guys. Well, hopefully you got some value from this. And as you're kind of like stuck in your nutrition or you need some variety, change it up. Uh, hopefully some of these tips helped, uh, you know, using social media as your guide getting, you know, people together and, and sharing recipes, using artificial intelligence, right, to help you with this, cooking in bulk, having your substitutions. Like there's a lot of different ways that you can do this. Find just one that works for you, right? Whatever is going to be the most uh, effective for you and most likely that you're going to follow through it, that's probably going to be the best bet for you. So hopefully you guys found some value from this. Um, as always, if you can uh, help share the the message and share these tips with everybody. That's all that we ask for, for doing this content and share it with a friend, share it with family. Um, and as always, if you can give us a, a rating and review, we greatly appreciate that. And until next time on the next Confidently Flawed podcast episode.